Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. This is Umar Hamid, your host, and welcome to the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategies, and advice on how to make you better, stronger, faster. Get ready for another episode. Today, I have the privilege of having Ryan O'Neill. He is the leader of the Minnesota real estate team. Ryan, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Umar. Happy to be here. Excited to be here. Me too. So why don't you tell us who you are and what you do in 90 seconds? Yeah, just a brief background, uh, Umar. Um, I uh, live in the Twin Cities in Minnesota, and I am uh, the owner and uh, manager of a team called the Minnesota Real Estate Team which is a group of about 150 agents uh, all around the Twin Cities area. And um, just a really good group of folks has been a busy um, number of years for us. You know, this year, again, I think what we'll do, you know, over 1,700, close to 1,800 real estate transactions. Just a wonderful group of folks that I have the privilege of being able to work with. Um, I grew up here in the Twin Cities and uh, am the youngest of five and uh, just have a very uh, loving family, wonderful family, and um, yeah, I'm passionate about the real estate business and helping other agents, uh, other team leaders, uh, however I can. That is brilliant. And before we get into real estate, I want to actually take a look at your earlier company. Who are the O'Neill brothers? Yeah, you know, my brother Tim and I are uh, lifelong musicians. We both play the piano. And uh, we both attended Notre Dame. When Tim was a senior at Notre Dame, I was a freshman. And we, um, we, um, growing up, we had played piano, of course, a lot together. But even through college and right after college, we started recording some of our own um, solo uh, piano music that we marketed through a variety of different avenues, uh, through JCPenney stores, through QVC, um, and my brother Tim, who's a wonderfully gifted musician and a very creative person, um, now runs that company. It's called the O'Neill Brothers, and um, he's just he's done a, a excellent excellent job with it. And and now, of course, a lot of the the listening is down uh, done on Spotify and and the like. And I saw that you guys had over 10 million copies sold, which is a pretty big number. So congratulations. No, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Tim has really done a wonderful job. He's just a very, um, obviously, hard worker, but but a lot of great uh, creativity. And it's uh, um, the music business is definitely fun. Tell me about, now let's switch over to real estate because, you know, that's, I'm um, really fascinated about that. The first question I have for you is most teams are the Umar Hamid team, but you chose to go the Minnesota real estate team. Why more of a branding rather than a personal brand? Yeah, for me, um, early on, you know, I, I started in 2003 as an agent and worked with uh, buyers, sellers, investors, all types of clients. And um, as, as you know, for a lot of agents can probably relate that may be listening, you know, you start to get busier and you realize that you can only do one thing at a time uh, with, uh, with the real estate job, of course. And for me, as I started generating more business, getting a little bit busier, I, was, I would pass um, clients or referrals on to uh, maybe a couple agents that had started working with me that had joined the team. 
And one thing I found out very early on is that uh, the business was not based on me. The business was really based upon uh, providing a certain level of service, a certain um, a kind of taking care of the client, and a, a really fo uh, a focus on the consumer. And so a lot of times what I found, Umar, is that early on the the agents with me would do a better job than I ever could in um, providing that outstanding service to the client. And so for me, what I wanted to focus on is 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 finding these folks who could help, but but more importantly, treating them well and retaining them. And so I found that by not having my name in the team and having more of a general team name, it allowed agents to still market themselves have their own brand, and not have everything be about me where they, they feel like they're maybe not, you know, not on the um, front of the, of the uh, sign, if you will, that they're kind of a, you know, they're a sub-agent or that type of thing. I never wanted anyone to feel that way. Walk me through, you're a single agent doing what you're doing. What gave you the chutzpah to start a team, and when did you actually switch over to the Minnesota real estate team? You know, I've always been, um, you know, thanks to um, my parents, you know, I would say all of uh, my siblings and I were all very motivated, um, very hardworking. And so when I got into this business, I, I was really enjoying it, spending a lot of time. And, you know, things, again, like any type of, of company, um, you know, as as you're working hard, putting in a good effort, doing your best, um, oftentimes you get busier. And, and, and for me, it was trying to find, again, other folks who could help me, um, even geographically. You know, my wife and I were living in the southern part of the Twin Cities at the time. And as we would generate some leads in the north end or east or west, certainly I could drive. And, you know, and, and I always did for a long time. But I found that it was also an effective way to, to find some people to help out who could also provide the same level of service. And so for me, um, you know, we were, we always have had a strong focus on finding business through any and all advertising channels. You know, we do a couple local radio shows, we do print ads, we do a lot of Facebook ads, pay-per-click, anything and everything you can imagine we are doing to try to generate business. And so I found over time that's that's one of the hard things for a lot of agents, of course, is to, to find consistent business. And so as, um, you know, with our team, that's one of the things that we're always doing, we're providing to our agents is ongoing business, ongoing leads and referrals. And I guess for me, eventually in 2011, I was busy still selling, busy working with agents on the team with me, trying to help them with their business, acting as kind of the broker um, helping with questions on files, problems, etc. And I found that I couldn't do both really well. And so for me, I went all in and said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 100% with my, you know, the agents that work with me as my clients. And, you know, Umar, it wasn't a financial decision. It wasn't a, hey, I can make more if I do this or that. Or it really was, you know, kind of following my heart and saying, what do I enjoy doing? Um, what is motivating for me? And, um, and, and I just sensed, you know, and, and kind of learned that that, you know, that's what I enjoyed is working with others, helping other agents, helping them grow, build their business. And so Brilliant. from 2011 through today, that's what I've been doing. 
that's brilliant. As you grew your team, in the cornerstone was that customer experience that you created. But as you get more agents coming in, how do you make sure you have a consistently high experience for customers? How do you make sure that happens? And did you have any missteps along the way? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. And it's something that um, that is a, a daily ongoing process where, you know, we as a team, we do a lot of uh, a lot of training. Um, on a variety of topics, and and that's something oftentimes that I'm leading, as well as you know bringing in uh, outside guests or even different agents within our team who are having a lot of success, sharing some ideas and strategies. Nice, because, because again, I think you know Umar. Certainly, I don't have the you know claim to have the answers, but being open to um, hearing from other voices as well on, hey, what are you doing? What's effective? What's working for you? And so I think that ongoing training is really, it, it is important. It is an industry where um, people need, you know, we always need to be learning and growing. And I think, you know, we are only as good as our weakest link. And certainly, um, you know, certainly there's times where, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't go well from a customer standpoint. And I think, you know, in those limited cases over the years, it's me taking responsibility, you know, personally reaching out to the customer, you know, offering, uh, you know, some type of goodwill to them and, and trying to learn what, what went wrong, um, you know, what did, what did we do that was in, incorrectly done? How can we learn from it? How can I help, you know, work with our agents so they can learn? And I think in any type of service business, Umar, you're going to have that. But it's just a kind of a, a ongoing commitment to excellence. Um, you know, again, I, I went to Notre Dame and, you know, a lot of people have seen when the, the, the players, the football players are walking down onto the field, there's a big banner that says play like a champion today and um the 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 broker of our company a guy named eric malmberg wonderful guy he's like an older uh, brother to me eric gave that to me one year on my birthday and i have it in my office and i think it's something that we as a team really strive for to to focus each day you know playing like a champion that is brilliant so you've got a lot of agents what does the leadership team look like in your company yeah, and so I'm, I am, uh, I am like my dear, eighty-three-year-old uh, mother who is a, um, she is was a lifelong school teacher. And mom, if you give mom a list of fifteen things to get done, she gets them done. She is just she gets, she's organized, gets them done. And so from my standpoint, Umar, almost to a fault, maybe I am very involved in the training aspect. The, the lead generation aspect, the about everything in a you can imagine. I, I'm kind of an all-in type of person. And so um, from a structure standpoint, I have a couple other uh, broker uh, associates with me, uh, Charlie Limer, Brian Van Hoff, uh, Dan Frank. Whenever I'm busy, if I'm tied up and there's a question from an agent on the team by email, phone, text, um, they're around to, to help. And so they're, you know, they're paid, you know, by me for, um, you know, for the amount of time they're investing. Um, I have a full-time uh, lead coordinator who helps uh, keep track of what's going on lead-wise, where the leads are going, 
Certainly, we've got some great CRM systems to manage those leads. I think that's really crucial for any agents, brokers listening. You have to, you have to track. You have to be systematized. And if you're not, that's okay. But you have to have someone who is in your organization. And you know, again, thankfully, that that is you know something that I've just I'm kind of wired that way to be able to really track where is business coming from and, and kind of analyzing things. And so um, we've got, it's a small staff, very small staff, Umar, but, um, you know, small, but, uh, but powerful. Ryan, what are the three top sources for business for you? Yeah, I would say now top three areas are, are referrals. So over the years of, of having the good fortune of working with so many different folks here in the Twin Cities, this is a small market where um, name, brand, reputation, and goodwill are paramount. I think more than anything, you know, I always tell our, our agents and, and team members, we're in the business of, of goodwill. And when you lose that goodwill with a consumer, with an agent, with anyone, it affects your business um, in a variety of ways. You know, I'm kind of wired, Umar. Uh, I'm just a, you know, for me, it's all about building goodwill with people, just not even from a business setting. It's just because of who I am as a person and, you know, how I was brought up and, you know, how, you know, just how I go about my, my day. But the reason I mention that is, again, I think from a, a, a really mature real estate business standpoint, people will find referrals from existing clients, uh, past clients, agents on the team, huge source of business and will be, you know, for obviously, you know, agents that, that are, have been doing this for a while. But with that being said, we also are always focusing on new business. So, you know, we do a lot of, uh, again, a lot of Facebook ads, our radio shows are great, you know, because that gives us an opportunity to, you know, um, provide information to people in the Twin Cities. And it's less about, hey, we're wonderful. We're great realtors. Call me. Right. It's more about providing information, filling a need for the consumer. And then, you know, just as a quick example, this past weekend, I got a call uh, um, on, an, it was a Sunday afternoon. Actually, it was a text into our radio show that said, hey, can you give us a call? I reached out to him and he said, you know what, I'm a longtime listener of your radio show. It's been four years. My wife and I never thought we'd move, but we found this this house that we're really interested in and we want to work with you guys. And, and in this case, it was, I mean, it was a $900,000 property. Our average sale price in the Twin Cities is like 240. You know, we do all price points, by the way. But so this was very unusual. So I think sometimes as agents listening, it's less about selling and it's more about providing value and filling a need for the consumer. When that is done, the phone rings or, or, or you get the text. And I think that's just, again, when I started in the business, Umar, that's was one of my goals is I want to provide information and fill a need. I don't just want to throw myself on a bus bench and say, hi, I'm a realtor. Call me. You know, I would always say, why should I call? You know, that type of thing. So let me backtrack a in two parts. The first part is give me your definition of goodwill and how is your system built, your processes built to make that happen? Yeah, goodwill to me, I think, is keeping a very positive 
favorable and um, friendly relationship with people. Now, you know, I, I think I, I think that from a business standpoint helps tremendously. You know, I'm in the I, I'm you know from a, a agent, a broker, team leader standpoint, who may be working with another broker today may very well be interested in making a move tomorrow. And so though I respect the competition and the fierce drive that you know a lot of uh, you know team leaders brokers have, my approach always has been to respect you know the reasoning people have for why they're at a certain company or why they're doing what they're doing and really just trying to um, understand that, to listen, you know, I think it's really important to listen. Oftentimes, we can talk too much and never really listen. Yes, whether it's the consumer or the our agent. But I think I think when you do that and you genuinely care and try to help, um, goodwill is created. And I I don't know, Umar. I just think over time, you know, I've seen it with my brother Tim, with his music business. You know, I've seen it with our team over the years. I've seen it with a lot of friends, other family members, my brother's sister. You know, when you when you try to do the right thing and build goodwill, over time things happen. And I think, you know, from our agent standpoint, you know, I certainly try to encourage our agent to do their best to, um, you know, have that with customers. And, and of course, it's, you know, it's not a perfect world. And there's a lot of problems and a lot of negative and, but but I just I don't know I just try to focus on what I can control every day my attitude, my energy level, how I treat others and how I respond to things and at the end of the day, you know I just say onward and upward. If it's you know uh, if something negative happens, it's you know you, you just have to try to learn from it, get some feedback but continue moving forward in a positive way. The industry's changing. What are you foreseeing in the future and what are you doing to prepare your company to be relevant? Uh, I'm not sure when the brave new world happens in real estate, but it could be three years out. So what are you thinking and what are you doing about it? Yeah, you know, a great question, Umar. I'm hearing a lot of people talk about um, the, you know, the different big real estate portals, the different artificial intelligence, all of these things out there that may impact the livelihoods of brokers and real estate agents. What I see on a daily basis very intimately is the importance of a very good real estate agent and a very good real estate broker, that human connection in the real estate transaction. And though there's a lot of efficiencies, there's a lot of wonderful technologies out there. I, I love technology myself. I'm all about efficiency. I think the importance of that human relationship as an agent and a broker is not going anywhere, in my opinion. And I think even more so what I've seen the last couple of years is uh, with, with a lot of agents getting into the industry, you know, with a with a improved market the last year or two, it's now even driven home the importance more so of really good, you know, full time agents who know what they're doing, who are helping consumers. And so, you know, I think similar to two thousand five and six when it was a, a good market, um, you know, a really rising market, there were a lot of real estate agents that got into the industry. Then, um, you know, with with things slowing a little bit, maybe interest rates rising. You know, this year was a, another crazy busy year. 
here in Minnesota, uh, in a lot of places around the country, that can't continue. You know, that, that just doesn't always continue. And, and, you know, I think having agents that understand that this is a business, that it takes time to build your business, you know, those full-time agents uh, survive, so to speak. And a lot of times people get into it and they just find, hey, it's not my cup of tea. Right. So I'm, I'm probably going to, you know, seeing maybe some agents get out of the industry. Um, but, but I think overall for housing, uh, you know, very solid and stable. The, the last quick thing I'll mention, Umar, is, you know, the appraisal process is different now. So when we had the big crash in 2005 and six, appraisers and mortgage professionals were like buddies in one room together. You know, if they needed it to appraise for a certain number. That, that happened. It, yeah. Well, now they're no longer together hanging out in the same room. It's a totally separate process. So for consumers, they're protected. For home buyers, they're protected. And what it does is it, it keeps the market honest. And so whether we see a 1% uptick in appreciation, 2%, um, you know, I think it's going to be a slow and steady appreciating market with good things to come for full-time real estate professionals. Brilliant. Ryan, what's a book that you're reading now or you've read that really had a big impact in helping you become a better leader? You know what? It's interesting, Umar. My, my wife has always given me a bad time because I, I just am not a reader and I should be. I should be a reader. I think I, I'm, a, I'm a big uh, you know, I would encourage people that it's not that I don't like reading. I, I just find that I like to meet other successful business owners nice. and and connect with those folks, you know, and take some time to be a student of the game and to try to learn. And so I, I think sometimes I, I'm, you know, I, I love my daily Starbucks and I like to reach out to, um, to folks, to, you know, whether it's a fellow business leader, someone in the community could be totally unrelated to real estate, to just learn about them. What are you doing? What challenges are you finding? How can, you know, how have you built your company? Because I think that from a leader standpoint, I think being honest, being humble, and being always open to learn from other folks can help lead you to continued success. Ryan, thank you so much for sitting down with me. Enjoy the interview. Learned a lot. Thank you so much. Umar, real quick, the last thing I'm going to say is, is a big thank you to you. I encourage people also to listen to uh, Umar's uh, podcast. Uh, really powerful stuff. I couldn't agree more with so many of your concepts. And I just think for sales leaders, managers, it is a valuable tool and I just, uh, I really appreciate you even reaching out and, and thanking me for this opportunity. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Have a great day. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming. And that is the fastest way to get better results.